2: Dungeon Crawler Network presents Tales of Tamriel Good afternoon ladies and gentlemen and welcome to episode 125 of Tales of Tamriel, a Dungeon Crawler Network production brought to you by our amazing sponsors at patreon.com slash dungeoncrawlernetwork. I am your host Arcanir and um, Sean just said it's super robot, my voice is super robot. Um, If you guys are experiencing any similar issues just let us know in the chat that being said joining me today is Ryan and Sean because we haven't heard from Avi and Sean is doing just that He's reconnecting disconnecting uh, the classic uh, turn it off and on again thing well and chat room confirms that we are sounding alright as I mentioned um, in the pre-show uh, we are Actually, I'm having some serious problems with the internet due to some uh, political stuff that's happening here in Turkey, oh, which I won't go into right detail. There. Oh, Sean is back. Okay. And um, therefore, the internet is pretty slow and there are some a lot of problems overall. Therefore, we weren't able to use Skype, which is why we are using Discord for this episode and it doesn't have any webcam support right now. Uh so as you can see we have these screenshots of us. Um alright, how are you doing Sean?
1: Oh, I'm good. Just done doing dinner, you know. I'm ready to play some more Elder Scrolls stuff.
2: That is good to hear. We'll talk a lot about the Elder Scrolls stuff, but we'll we we'll get there. I don't I don't want to start the discussion right now. Anyway. Uh and Ryan, how are you doing?
3: Yeah, I'm uh, very well, thank you. It's all going good. It's
2: good to hear. Yeah, you, you you guys will have to bear with me this episode, because everything is kind of falling falling apart, Apart, but we'll do it. Blame a st- jealous. Blame a jealous, yeah. Actually, uh, good, good reminder. Um, sorry about last week. I was kind of sick and wasn't able to do the show, uh, thankfully, Agelo stepped in, and the amazing Aloha actually guested on episode 224, which was amazing, so we, uh, I thanked the both of them. I actually want to call people to guest here on the show, like Aloha or people from other schools of the record, Alex Cast and all those amazing people of the community. But before doing that, I really want to get rid of all these issues I am having every week. So um, that is why I'm postponing calling someone on the show, but we'll get there. And chat confirms that we are all sounding good, so we can start the show.
3: Lovely, job, Lee.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, we have we don't have much news on Elder Scrolls Online site this week, but we have a patch that is two point six point eight. And it's, it's actually a pretty short patch, I'll just quickly go over it. Uh, they fixed an item set, the Meritorio, Meritorious Service. and uh, Fixed an issue where the supporting soldier trigger ability could stack onto your character. Rendering you unable to perform other tasks, such as casting abilities or mounting. I haven't used the set, I didn't even know it existed. Um, but apparently they fixed the issue. Other than that, they fix... Oh, go ahead.
1: Uh, I was like, I've heard of it, but I've never used it. I
2: think you get it
1: using Kelvar Stone? It could be completely wrong with that though. Mm,
2: I'm not sure. I don't know, I haven't been touching Scrolls online very much since Skyrim Special Edition, so... there. I have some blanks in ESO part. Uh, they also fix... Uh, an issue where Exilus, the boss from Rota Cave Delve in Gold Coast, was dropping the wrong Assassin League chapters, it now drops the correct chapters, which is Chests, Boots, Bows, Maces, and Swords, as orgin- originally intended. I wouldn't even notice this problem. But I guess some people follow the details on this stuff. Well, it's good that we've got them people that do.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Uh, I mean if, if I was the bug, you know, if I was the guy that was informing his online about the bugs, nothing would get fixed. I, I I don't notice anything. I, I just flow with the whatever they are throwing at me, I don't know.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, then uh, what is this? Trial denizens have removed treasure chests in the entrance of Aetherian Archive and so, so they just removed some of the treasure chests at the entrance of Aetherian Archive and Sanctum Ophidia But they also increased the amount of treasure chests found within each trial, which is awesome Now if they also increase the amount of heavy sacks, it would be awesome like there, there's they're... a
1: lot of heavy sacks in AA though. <laughs>
2: I want more.
1: <laughs> you took your time to go through them. I
2: I want more. I don't care. I I that's will better. open heavy sacks until I get ten kutas from one of those.
0: I got. Oh, they don't
2: course. give you ten kutas, okay.
1: They give you five. I've got five uh, really? kutas from
2: one. of That's one that's out. good too. All I get is like five tas and five random other stuff.
3: At least you get some actually useful stuff. I get like. Rest um ingredients in all of my. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know how hard it is to keep our guild bank full of like provisioning food.
3: <laughs>
1: we actually have a provisioner that she'll spend like twenty minutes every day making food for the guild, and put in like three four thousand pieces, and they'll be gone. And people aren't oh, wow. like, selling it; they're using it.
2: <laughs> I don't know. We didn't have that problem, but that's probably because everyone has their provisioning up except me. I'm probably the only guy that doesn't have a character, single character that can craft anything at maximum. Like I still don't have the traits maxed out. Oh, I have the alchemy. Okay, I uh, I only have the alchemy. So that's something. Anyway, let's let's move on. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, Yokida Rokdun will no longer disappear and fail to return, blocking progress within the trial. Uh, it's in Halra So, these are probably the most annoying bugs in trials that some boss just bugs out and blocks the progress. Actually, we had that in Ithereum Archive. After a successful run, the final boss just stuck wherever she was, and we weren't able to continue the trial so yeah that's always good that they are fixing these stuff i mean even i would notice this issue
3: mm, as long as they don't fix the bugs where which robin encountered in an aa where the boss doesn't do anything mm. just stands there
0: yeah that, that's... those
3: bugs are fine by I me. Mean, you could keep them in i mean just stands there and just takes everything you just give it in, and it's like oh sweet and just dies and like <laughs> but it's kind of, at the same time it's kind of like oh is, is that it <laughs> a oh, cool trial and then the last <laughs> boss just kind of like lays it letting you just beat it up till it dies.
2: Wow, that that at least gives you some free drops. You know, free loot. Yeah, exactly. So, nothing Great. to complain there. <laughs> no. The only
1: glitch I ever had that was kind of near that is doing vet at like we'd wipe and it wouldn't reset the bosses until so oh, the boss the would be like half dead.
3: And oh, you'd all about, recently I've had that a lot. A lot of the times where bosses just haven't reset a lot in dungeons, I noticed it when I'm doing my random normals, bosses just don't reset anymore when group wipes. Random normals, yeah. When a group wipes, it's amazing. Like, it's like, oh, nothing better.
2: I don't know, I never experienced that, but that's probably because I haven't been running any dungeons at all for the last, like, couple months or something. Mm, that might be the reason. Um, following it more fixes, uh, Restoration Stays of the Red Mountain will no longer drop from Bosses, Monsters and Chests in Stormfalls. They, this is something I don't know why they did. Actually changed the names of the collectibles that removed, that, removed the hairstyle, facial hair, body marking and head marking chosen at character create as follows. Bold Pate is now no hair and Clean Shaven is now no facial hair. I don't even know why this was an issue.
1: Maybe... I you
2: don't I'm just trying to think, it. maybe
1: as a programmer, change names to make stuff easier to find. Codes. Maybe they kind of decided to oh. do that, and i was like, let's change it.
3: Could be. Yeah, yeah. It could be. Maybe people are like, some reason expecting it. No, like maybe they're making the characters with their eyes closed and just picking random things and getting <laughs> annoyed by <laughs> the description not being good. Could
2: be, could be, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Fixed an issue where Daedra Hearts were not dropping from Humanoid Daedra Now, uh, like, Zevilai, Dremora, Seducers, etc. will also drop the... uh, Oh, no, wait. Um, We're dropping from Daedra Hearts will now occasionally drop from Humanoid Daedra as Daedra, who are not heartless, are rare indeed. This includes creatures such as Zevilai, Dremora, and Seducers, but not Scamps and other non-Humanoid Daedra. I'm not sh- entirely sure if like Zivilite, Remora, and Seducers will, are the ones that don't drop the hearts or, you know, my. Um,
1: those are humana- the- who, yeah, humanoids, so they should.
2: Okay. I mean, just it because of these. Like as Daedra, who are not heartless, are rare in it. I was just wondering if that uh, mentioned three Daedra types are those rare ones or something but that's because my english faltered for a second so uh, don't mind me <laughs> uh, they adjusted the loot received from the following world bosses thick pelt long strike stride caelestial atius and watch your tyrant but they don't mention in what manner they adjusted it so i don't know it just says that they adjusted it uh this is important. Fixed an issue that was preventing ad- advancement of Plunder Skulls achievements associated with the Witches Festival. Uh, a lot of people were complaining about this, both in our Discord and in Reddit. I thought this was fixed last week, but apparently they fixed it again, or they weren't able to fix it last week. But it's good that they fixed it. I haven't tried it. I'm not logging into Elder Scrolls Online due to Skyrim Special Edition. But have you guys tried? Is it actually fixed? I wasn't. Yeah. I already
1: got my skulls, so I kinda... No, I don't wear the thing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> my inventory is RIP.
3: Yeah, I haven't even checked it.
2: Okay. Well, I mean, it's probably fixed now that it's saying it's fixed, I don't know.
3: We can hope. <laughs> Does it um, sound like so really annoying? That that is one thing that would really annoy me. Isn't I, mean, that I don't normally we're get annoyed anyway, by
2: though.
3: Me. Uh, not on PC. Oh, okay. Yeah, we we'll still go ahead to the eighth.
2: Um, item sets. It, Elambres, fixed an issue where the visual effects from this item set was causing problems with your game's performance. Again, <laughs> something I didn't experience, but I also don't know right. how. Oh, okay. All right. what was it? What so, was it?
1: So this set procs off of lightning and fire damage. Basically, it puts a meteor shower or a lightning shower at that target area, and you can have them both at the same time. And the meteor shower is like 120 enemy, and the lightning the same one, and they can be on the exact same spot at the exact same time.
2: Oh, okay. I can and see how that could cause performance yeah. issues.
1: Like, one of my buttons, like, it does mad damage, but it was... You could tell it was happening, <laughs> and it procs all the time.
2: Yeah, I wonder how they fixed it. But as long as it's fixed,
1: well, what? when it did proc, sometimes instead of coming straight down, it would come out of like the wall. Maybe I don't know. Could
2: be, or they may, you know, reduce the number of total procs in a certain area or something like that to avoid uh,
1: maybe the ground. Um, it was really cool animation so probably the coolest one in the game.
2: Yeah, the, they added a lot of cool new skills with one time real. I love the destruction stuff's uh what's, Ult. yeah, ultimate ability. It's I I love it. It might be a reason for me to go destructions destruction staff on European side with my Dragon Knight. Uh Vision Quest fixed an issue where you were unable to complete the quest step to examine the gate. Again. And there are some uh, UI fixes which I'm going to skip because this is taking longer than I expected. Wow. <laughs> um, our other single news uh, from Elder Scrolls Online site is that uh, there is an Orsinium event coming. This Monday. Oh yeah. Uh, it's the one-year anniversary of the Orsinium DLC, so they are holding an event, and which which is a good time to loot everything you can in Rothgar. That is because the items you receive from the crafting nodes in Rothgar are now doubled, except for the survey reports. Also, the chest rewards from Milestorm Arena for both Normal and Veteran difficulty levels are doubled. Uh, also, the, basically everything you get in Horthgar is doubled, including the Daily Devil and World, Bo- World Boss quest rewards. Uh, the Orsinium Collector's Bundle also is, uh, is also coming back, which includes the Orsinium DLC game pack, the Beer mount, the Beer cup pet, and 5 Chronic experience scrolls, all at a 75% discount. So if you don't have the DLC, it's definitely a great time to get it. If you haven't done the DLC, like if you haven't ventured into Rothgar, it is also a great time to do so. What do you guys think about this? You know, Are you going um, to Rathgar grind?
1: DLC was really fun playing it. It's more for like those solo players in my opinion. Like, you, you can do literally everything on your own besides the world bosses. Mm-hmm. So if you like playing, you know, like, how people play Skyrim by myself, I'm just gonna go enjoy the story. To me, yeah. that was a good area to do it.
2: Orsinium is probably the only like um, on DLC that I've spent over, I don't know, for a long time. Like, just collecting stuff, finding monsters, doing world bosses, I pro I I've spent most of my time since DLCs in Orsinium, that's for sure.
3: Yeah, Orsinium was a really good DLC. Mm-hmm. I always say it. that's the that's the one that's worth the money. In my oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. All right. it is a great one. But um, this um, this event like they had the um Imperial City event didn't
2: they? Mhm. Uh, yeah.
3: To me, Orsinium anniversary event isn't as good as that one. Um. I loved Orsinium it was really good but there's no incentive for me to go back on my character like obviously Maelstrom doubled boxes but let's be honest I'm not that good I can't even get past (laughs) this second arena on vet, bit so Uh, the uh, second I read that I was like I'll never do that. yeah I haven't been able to do the veteran as well yeah but um, with the Imperial City one it was like oh this petting costume has got doubled drop rate and nothing really like that with have and that kind of um well, it's pretty cool for people, like you said, who haven't got a DLC. But um, mm-hmm. for me, someone who's done it, I've, literally everything but the Vet Maelstrom. Um, there's no reason to go, oh, I'm going to look back on and go over there. I but, do feel like Vet Maelstrom is going to be the main reason why people
1: go back. <laughs> well, a lot of people still do mail, Really hard content, really good rewards. And double chance at the rewards, you know, for half the amount of time in it.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, it's, it's great. That's probably why I'm. See, if I was good enough to do Vet Maelstrom, um, maybe I would <laughs> go back. But sadly, I'm not that good.
2: Yeah, I'll try doing Veteran Maelstrom in European side once I have enough champion points and a good gear. But one of the reasons I'm not able to do it in um, North American side is that I'm playing with around two hundred and fifty latency and the fact that I am only a tank so I was able to complete the normal one as a tank which took about three hour I guess Um you're we talking with Sean before the show and I was like "Oh yeah, I've never felt so frustrated and so angry in Elder Scrolls Online before
3: oh yeah god that's a... that is toxic <laughs>
1: Well, I'm no. going to be taking my tank into Veteran and see how, how it goes.
2: I tried. I tried. I was actually able to complete the first um, round, which took a hell lot of time because uh, that first round's boss, which um, you know, yeah, disperses into three other guys and you have to kill them fast. And as a tank, they don't die, so the amount of adds keeps increasing. And the bot Um, yeah. Just- I I don't even remember how I got it down. I think I just kept dropping the Dragon Knight standard and all of the AoEs I could. But other than that, I wasn't able to do anything in Veteran mode as a tank. And I suck at being a DPS.
1: I'm still kind of in the Frost boss.
3: I know, I I wasn't able to go there. But, I've got a patience. If you want to do that- First time on VET, you're looking at maybe more than a day, I think.
0: <laughs>
3: and I, I can't do that. Like, I get annoyed after 20 minutes and two deaths because I'm like, oh, why? So, just 12 hours and God knows how many deaths. Nah, you're all right. You can keep <laughs> yeah. that.
2: I tried going in there as a DPS once. And let me mind my DPS is very bad. Like, I, as I don't play as a DPS, my uh, gear is not optimized at all, and I also suck being at a DPS. And since I got so used to being a tank, when I try to play as a DPS, I just die instantly. Because I don't bother blocking anything or moving out of the red do- red zones, because normally they don't hurt. They don't really matter, unless it's a trial final boss or something. Yeah. So I just stand there attacking the normal creature and I just die.
1: Ark, there's this new set that came out. I can't remember the name of it, but it's fifth piece adds, I think, 200 weapon damage to all sort of mortar pieces. You might want to look into that.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah. It. Yeah, I, sh- I should look into that. And Definitely. then,
1: like, do you, if what I want to do is I want to try, like, five pieces of that maybe i don't know like two tremor scale my master sword my master sword's defending so every time i use pierce mm-hmm. armor it procs my tremor and it heals me at the same time mm. so and you know you it's my spammable
2: yeah i uh, could and... i could look into that i mean i still haven't uh done any tier crafting co- uh with the consideration of the new sets that came with one so I have a lot of work to do, but due to my studies uh, being a final year in college, I'm unable to do so. I can barely get any playtime, so uh, I'm just delaying it until I find a long, I don't know, uh, a holiday or something. Bring
1: break. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: So, yeah, that's the um, Orsinium one-year anniversary event. Get in there, get your loot, sell everything, make some money, make some gold, prepare for the housing, because I assume it will require a lot of gold. This is one chance to do so. I mean, double, double uh, re, uh, rewards from notes. If you just farm the rubidite ores in Rothgar, you could probably sell just the tempering alloys you would get from it and make some serious gold. So, there's a tip for uh, anyone okay, who is not that. making gold out there. Drop
1: the price of tempers.
2: <laughs> They're at
1: like 25, 30K a piece right now at Stalls. How much? 25 to 30,000 a piece.
2: Uh, just if I was on the Xbox, I would be so rich. So, what is it like? In North America, know,
1: uh, if you have a full on gold, say it, and you're a tank, you're walking around with like three million.
2: Oh wow! In, in in NA, I think the price of a tempering alloy is like five k or something like that. What? Yeah, it's pretty low. It's a bit higher in European side, which is why I made hundred and fifty k in one night in European side by just selling everything I grinded so far. Uh, like Dreyawax like wax normal, and stuff bro. like that. A
1: uh, drew wax is 10k a piece right now. um... It's it, it's uh, same in uh, you. it's like 18. I want to say, I sell each subject for 65 a piece right now. That I get.
0: I
2: <laughs> seriously, if I justify, wasn't Xbox. Yeah, in I'm Xbox sad right now. <laughs> I I work hard grinding stuff in North American mega server and I only made 450k well that's not true I made a lot but I kept I keep just spending it on stuff I am too lazy to do like getting crafting materials and stuff like that but either way I don't know you guys need some serious grinders over at the Xbox side.
1: Right? we well we don't have many people like we actually have uh, a couple people who will buy everything in the market, and they're rich enough to literally buy everything. And then they, what they did is reset it. And like one of these guys flashed me ten billion gold one time, and it's <laughs> like,
2: why? I don't even see how you could collect ten billion gold unless so you purchase is it with the real. Owner of
1: five trading guilds. he has a different account lead each.
2: Oh basically. I mean still, what will you do with ten billion gold? I Except don't I'm not I don't sure know if ex- looking at it <laughs> <laughs> I mean I can, I can understand I don't
3: that. Won <clears> ten but billion gold. But see why you'd want that much. Then,
0: like one of my buddies
1: uh, had like thirty million and he quit the game, so he's just thinking about dropping it in our guild bank and just spreading it around the guild
3: a little bit. That's the thing, when you got all that money, you're set. Look, how are you gonna spend all that money in this game? Well, you can, but you well, gotta make something like mad. I said but I,
1: one full set of my stuff is worth like three million.
3: Yeah, I
0: forgot.
2: yeah, but, but we are we are <laughs> we are talking about ten billion gold. Uh, I can't, you know, in real life, I can't imagine that much money. I can I can't comprehend ten billion dollars, or I can't even comprehend ten million dollars. Uh, I mean, it, even in the game, even in other schools, ten billion is too much. <laughs> so he flashed me this
1: six months ago.
2: I don't even, I don't
1: even I'm think a lot more.
2: there are enough space in, you know, to put zeros in your inventory. <laughs> I it, it shouldn't have. Anyway, uh, we have a saying. Uh, Rich guys' money will tire the mouth of poor guys. Uh, will tire poor guys' mouth or something like that. It's a literal translation, a rough translation. Yeah, it's basically what we are doing right now, talking about the rich guy's gold. <laughs> uh so uh, those were our news for this week. Uh, mostly because the 124th episode was quite delayed. And uh, you know they covered a lot of it, and due to because yeah that's that's mostly because of that. Anyway. anyway, um, I wanted to I want to talk about Skyrim Special Edition. So if you don't care about Skyrim Special Edition at all, you can just skip to the tails section. But uh, I picked Skyrim Special Edition as our discussion topic, and I was actually hoping Avi to be here. Because, as far as I can see, he's been playing that and only that for <laughs> I don't know, since its release. Actually, I'll launch Steam and see how much he played. Um, have you guys played Skyrim
3: Special Edition yet? Oh, a yeah. lot. Um, um, surprising. Uh, I actually stayed up for the Steam release of it. Really? Yeah, yeah, um, I, I do regret that now. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, it, it was quite funny. I was like, oh, Skyrim Special Edition, and it launched at 1, so I could play at 1 o'clock in the morning. And I stayed up and I stayed up. I was like, oh, this is so cool. And I saw it in my Steam library, preloaded it. And I loaded it up, and like, I was really tired by then. I was like, oh, I need to go to bed But then. I was like, oh, Skyrim Special Edition. I created my character, walked for about two minutes, and then logged off and realized I just stayed up to 1 o'clock in the morning to play a game I played five years ago. Probably
2: <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not enjoying it. um Sean, you played it on Xbox, right? Yes, so you purchased um, you had to purchase it again,
1: yeah, um, this is actually like the fourth or fifth time I bought this game. to be mm-hmm. honest, like usually I buy it as a gift for other people, but personally, I think this is my second one, maybe third, I don't know, um, but yeah. I actually didn't try the mods yet, though. I want to get all my achievements before I start modding it all up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, right. It's it's blo- out uh, not on Xbox, I believe. It's only uh, on PC for now. Wait, what? Uh, there is a mod on PC to enable the achievements with mods. like A mod oh. that achie- enables achievements for mods.
1: I don't know if that one will get passed, because the- this is a- these achievements are tied to your game score, Mm-hmm. So Microsoft would have to approve that and I don't foresee that happening.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's a problem. I can see what the oh, console By the way, Avi played forty five hours of Skyrim Special Ooh. Edition since its release. I have played
3: only nine hours. Yeah, I'm about to say <laughs> to you, I haven't got that
0: far yet. Um, I'm gonna
1: check, I'll turn on my Xbox. Um I don't know how much I played, but I'm like level
2: forty. <laughs> level forty in in special edition.
1: Yeah, in special
2: edition. Then I'm pretty sure you are over fifty hours or something. like
1: that. No, um. So I know how to pickpocket people.
2: Oh. Ah. <laughs> I was trained
1: pickpocket, so I got my pickpocket on by doing that. So that is, like I kind of powered level a little bit. I wanted to get the hundred car- extra carry weight.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Um. So do do you think it's is it's worth your money Sean, uh, buying it on Xbox
1: okay so I'm going to compare it to another game I just bought recently so I bought Titanfall 2 amazing game Um, I beat the campaign on hard in less than 6 hours then I played quite a few multiplayer matches and after maybe like 10 hours of gameplay it's kind of sad to say I'm kind of like over it right now already and I'm not over Skyrim yet and I have more hours than that in so if you want to compare those two I want to actually see how many hours I have right now oh damn so I'm at one day and 16 hours in already <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah I wish I had the time. but I just realized I had AviOptimal's name tag in the middle of the stream, in the middle of the overlay, right? About the
3: uh, I was literally <laughs> just about to tell you. I was, noticing, I was like I was reading it, and I was like, Dungeon Abby Avi what,
0: what
2: Yeah, I, I forget it there. I was uh, you know, editing the scene and
3: I just overlooked it. In all fairness, I've been looking <laughs> at the screen since we started, so it did blend in really well for me to only notice it like a minute ago. <laughs>
2: No one in the chat said anything about it either. Actually, the chat is either being quiet, or my yeah, chat is.
1: <laughs> Your chat probably messed up.
2: I tried reloading it twice since now, but um, the scene and the only the last message I'm seeing is Obis, and it's like since the patch notes part. So sorry about that. I. Actually, let yeah, me absolutely. try to get it fixed. Um, let's, let's try the pop-up chat. And no, I... For whatever reason, I'm only seeing the last message of Obi, that is... Um, I don't like the drop rate on Hulking set. And so on. And nothing works on updating it.
0: Awesome.
2: Oh no, the cheater builder just said something, I'm farming. Now it updates, what the hell? Um, Okay, I guess it will update from now on. Hopefully, I'm. Sorry, what? What type of characters
1: did you make in Skyrim?
2: Oh, I actually remade my um, role play character from North American mega server, whom died in RP about a few months ago. We're
1: listening to that podcast.
2: Uh, Here's how I actually um, kind of tried to fit it into the lore about how this character is still alive in the 4th era in Skyrim. So what really happened with that character was that uh, he was a werewolf, he wanted to go to Solengard. he cured his werewolfism and during an event he died. So I played everything that happened with the main story of Elder Scrolls Online after that point. So he died and his, his soul was snatched by Molag Baal and the events of Elder Scrolls Online started after that for Silver uh, Silvershield. So basically he wasn't able to go to Sovngarde, and since he was cured of uh, his werewolfism he wasn't able to go to hunting grounds. Instead um, along with many souls in Tamriel at that point his soul also went to Cold Harbor. Then the Prophet came Uh, He did all the events of the main story, I'm trying to avoid spoiler, and as you know, at the end of the main story, etc., etc., he became powerful, and he was sent down back on Tamriel. In that process, I decided to make him immortal. Uh, That is, of course, trying to fit this entire thing into Skyrim. Uh, So, uh, after that point, he actually lived through the Oblivion. And now he is living through the Skyrim. Every time, he's is uh, fighting off the Daedra, he's taking place in the important events, and all that Are is...
1: you play Oblivion now to also roleplay that in?
2: Uh, I'm planning I just, to. Okay. But I, I need to have time for that, so right now I'm just uh, focusing on the Skyrim Special Edition. But yeah, I'll go back and play Oblivion 2, recreating this character again. So that's how I'm playing Arcane Silver Shield again in Skyrim. Um, how about you guys what did you get the characters did you guys create?
3: Well, as a surprise I went against what I normally do. That's a joke. I didn't I made another Nord tank two-handed.
2: Four second Silver shield. For a second I thought you were going to say something like uh, I made an Altmer. Uh, and I
3: was like <laughs> oh, good. <No."> <laughs> <laughs> oh. no way Um, yeah I went very um, boring as people described it and just went with the uh, Nords as I always do and I'm just playing it like I did on Scram I made the same character which um, apparently people think I'm really boring for doing but I really enjoy my Nords Um, I am looking at making a Argonian stealth and I'm just going to do like this evil stealing and pickpocketing, and going into people's houses and Killing them in their sleep because <laughs> I haven't actually played Skyrim differently than a Nord in a Stormcloaks who's a good guy using heavy armor and a battle axe. I have like hundreds of hours of Skyrim and I've made loads of characters, but they're all the same thing. <laughs> so we've, we've special edition out. Oh, that's the newest newer version, and I could get into it. I could also try and play it a different way and get a different feel for it, which I'll probably end up losing myself to it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I actually
2: tried a lot of different ways of playing it. And most of my later playthrough was without actually becoming the Dragonborn, without ever starting that questline. So I played um, Dark Brotherhood Assassin, I played the Thief, I played bad guys, good guys. But something I'm going to do differently this time... Something I've never done before, is I'm going to take the side of Imperials, the Empire, in the Civil War. And I have an explanation for that, before I get hit by multiple arrows and stuff. Uh, Arcanir Silver Shield is a character who has seen the fall of the Empire multiple times. I mean, he was in the war in Second Era in Elder Scrolls Online's time. But he also saw the Tiber Septim's empire, the Reign of Septim's, which was obviously the best times of the empire. So he actually believes in the empire and he doesn't see that the separation, like uh, cutting Skyrim from the empire, is a good thing. Because he has seen many wars, he has seen that separation many times. And he believes that it's never a good thing. Therefore, he's going to take side with the Empire. And of course he's going to try and take down the Talmor. Talmor but he believes he can do it, because at this point he is kind of a god-like character. So, there's that. There's my explanation and defense in me taking the Empire side. Uh, yeah,
0: we
3: still choose the Empire. <laughs> um, this—that's a good way to look at it. I—I'm torn. Would I want to do that in my game? Could I put myself through doing that? But um, maybe that's how I could enjoy that storyline as well, and uh, go against everything I know. But uh, I like—I do like the idea. Of, it's hard to say this. Um, playing the Imperials and putting mm-hmm. yourself in. These scenarios to oh god, um, to enjoy it more.
2: <laughs> I mean, there's something I'm going to do that I regret even more than taking the Empire side is Maybe that I'm
1: Thalmor side?
2: oh no, not I haven't fallen that far, but um, that's actually destroying the Dark Brotherhood.
3: Oh god, I've done that,
2: I haven't, I've never done that, I never even considered it. And, I mean, it's a normal thing for this character to do, but in my heart, I find it so
3: difficult to do that. I don't... don't, Or do you just really like the 20k payout when you kill the emperor? No, money is never a problem (laughs) in Skyrim.
2: Unless you are playing with the uh, realistic needs and realistic terran prices and etc. All those mods, which cost a lot of gold. But otherwise... You don't need any gold in Skyrim at all, which is why I use those mods anyway. How about you Sean, what character did you make, how are you playing it? So,
1: I kind of started off the same way I did, and I two-handed heavy armor wear, and I contracted vampirism at like level 2, from like the Dawnguard, vampires, you know, they're attacking everybody. So I got vampirism like right away, and I cured it, so I became a vampire. So I started following like the Dawn card quest line and whatnot, mm-hmm. and I got my Vampirism up to full-blown 11 skill points already, which I got bad by kind of doing the the war. The, your Drain Life thing will hit like 2-3 people at once and kill them all at the times, but since you're a Vampire, you got ultra the Stormcloaks and them heroes attacking you. And so I kind of just killed like a lot of people doing that way in the f- for that story. But I turned him into ended up being a split magica stem orc that does like conjuration for like the bound weapons. Oh. And then goes in with heavy armor, and then so I pulled from my magic skills a decent amount now too.
2: I always love playing a mix of you know, caster and warrior type, but eventually the spells become so useless. At least I feel like that. Like Unless you are a heavy armor-wearing, axe-wielding guy in Skyrim, when you reach the higher levels, you become squishy. At least I do. It might be the tank inside me, I don't know, but... <laughs> if I'm going to play with that character for a long time, I avoid being a caster.
1: I can yeah, do two, but I'm doing like both. I just don't put any skills into it. Like, I put my skill points into all my crafting, because I've always been a crafter. That's not going to change. I, I don't know. So, I'm like the heavy armor wearer, but I do use some magic.
2: Mm-hmm. I've never That's been fun. a good crafter in Skyrim, either. I, I've never been a good crafter in any game. I don't think I have the oh, patience. Like, I don't know. You
1: need to try So, you can actually... I remember doing this from my first skyrim i found this on my own i didn't have internet so i started smithing and it was like wait you can you make these alchemy things that make your smithing higher and same thing with like your enchanting and so i ended up making a bunch of alchemy potions that boosted my enchanting and enchanting items that boosted my alchemy and i kept doing that and then i made a super really strong thing and I put two-handed weapon damage on it. And I put 200 weapon damage on all my equipment that I was available on and I could one-hit legendary dragons after that. <laughs> on legendary. <laughs> so
2: I'm probably going to do that again. So that was funny. <laughs> yeah, that that sounds good. I don't know. Uh, uh If if one day if I have the patience, I'll go for it. But the only crafting I actually cared was spellcrafting in Oblivion, which oh, I, I loved. That. It was amazing. And the fact that we haven't got that in any other game, like, I mean, any other after game, Elder Scrolls Online or Skyrim, upsetting. Hmm. Well, I have
1: a theory what they're going to do for the Elder Scrolls Online with spellcrafting, because they they've said it's not... Like, it's gonna be in the game. They basically. Yeah, it's
3: just like shelved at the moment.
2: Yeah. I don't think we'll ever see it after this point. Well,
1: my. Well, agree to disagree, I guess. But I think what they're gonna end up doing is making, like, you know how, like, in Skyrim, you can have scrolls Mm -hmm. and it's like a consumable? I think they're gonna do that with this. You use, like, say, alchemy reagents or whatever, and you. a spell, like, say, fireball or something or whatever. Yeah. You can send like fireball out, but it costs nothing, and you just will be on like a cooldown with your potions.
2: I would be down I for think, that.
1: I think that's what's gonna.
2: I mean, I, I hope so. I... I hope so, because that was something. The spellcrafting was something I was looking forward to in Elder Scrolls Online, and then I guess the man who was working on it left Zenimax Online. Was it Nick Konkel or something I along those know. lines? I don't know. So he left the studio. That is as far as I can remember, and um, so the entire thing got shelled. So, I, I mean, they said that they are not—they didn't scratch the idea entirely, but I don't—I know, I don't have faith that we'll see the spellcrafting.
1: crafting. Well, I'm just trying to think of stuff because the only thing we know for sure is coming with housing, right? So I'm trying to think of what will come after housing. Like I almost guarantee—like I'll place money on it—that with Housing, we're also probably going to get a level boost to 180 for gear, because one of my buddies was playing, and he pulled a <laughs> CP-180 weapon out.
2: Really? Wow. Y-
1: yeah. That's so
2: cool.
1: it, sa- it definitely said CP-180 in the, like, he linked it to me in chat.
2: Yeah, but here's the yeah. thing, with the champion point system, it doesn't really matter what the, um, you know, CP cap for the gear, right? I mean, it it doesn't change anything practically.
1: I well, it, what it will change is like how hard dungeons and trials and stuff are,
0: mm. right? Mm. I don't
1: okay. I don't run with pugs really. Like if on bet, any bed dungeon, I just I re- kind of refuse to, to be honest. Like I'll if it's like it's normal dungeon. You want to learn me? I'll teach you. But if it's a harder dungeon, like Vet DSA, I got my set group, and that's what I'm going to Something like that.
3: Oh, yeah. Well, I couldn't even imagine doing Vet DSA with a pug.
1: <laughs> I, well, we did. Uh, we ended up bringing a CP200 through Vet DSA, and we got him a Master Resto Staff. But it still took, like, two and a half out that it was a normal two. Or no, that was like three
2: out. By the way, I, I, I'm still not sure if my chat is updating or not, so I apologize to everyone in chat about that. If any of you two guys see something that you wanna bring onto the show, go ahead and interrupt me and read from
3: the chat because I can't see it. I don't okay. know why. Okay. Well, we, I think it's just a quiet night. Mine seems to be updated.
2: Okay. Just, just uh, making sure.
1: But yeah, I've been having a lot of fun with... uh oh, Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Kind of went on a tangent.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, do you guys have any mods in mind that you... you think I that it has to be in
1: the them? game? Um... Open
3: seas, Straight
0: away.
3: Wait, what one? Open seas. What's that? Uh, no load screen, so I can go up to the White Run gates and just open them and serve everyone.
1: I don't think that's on Xbox.
3: I gotta look. I've got a feeling it is. I think that was one of the main ones because it's made by the dude who made um, oh, what's, how, how do you pronounce it? Artmore, Artmore. He made some massive mods for Skyrim, and they were like, he was approached early by Bethesda, and they basically oh. gave him the creation kit. It was like, oh yeah, your mods are like massive on PC. Can you make some? For, uh, to be compatible with this guy, is like, yeah. But, there's one problem with Open Cities. It's the perfect mod, but this. And, this is what it is, right? So, I like to be immersed into my game, and I like seeing everything for what it is. It's nice, oh yeah, I'm in Skyrim. When a mod, adds something, that is just there, and it takes you out for a sec, it's horrible. And this mod, um, it adds Oblivion Gates in uh, all the major cities
0: mm-hmm. as a
3: as a nod to... A, even though they crumble when they've been destroyed, he gave some kind of... Uh, he made a, I don't know if he made it up or he tried to explain it, but he made some lore and reason about why an Oblivion Gate would still be standing. So I went into Whiterun, and I, uh, behind Heimskar and behind the Talos Shrine, there's this massive... They, um, Oblivion Gate. Just standing there. And there's one in Solitude and all the others.
2: And, and no one is doing anything about it.
3: No. Perfectly standing still. Everyone don't is get it, it like destroyed or? It's closed. Oh. It's
0: closed. Okay.
3: So it's not it's not on, but it's closed, but it's not destroyed. So, it's still standing there. I definitely looked through my stuff because
1: um, I looked through all the mods before, like last week or whatever. And that was not a mod in it at all, like Oblivion Gate one. Like,
0: that
3: sounds really cool, though. <laughs> well, the Oblivion Gate, oh, it's, so it's actually added in, added in Open Cities. And the thing that I didn't like is it isn't mentioned that it's added. The mod is called Open Cities, and it tells you what it does. And then I had to actually Google. I was like, why? I, I thought it was something to do with Special Edition, being like, oh, let's uh, add in Oblivion Gate. So I was like, why? And when I Googled <laughs> it, and I found out that the mod added it secretly. I was like, oh, you are going oh, yeah. to have this
2: Oblivion Gates no matter
3: what. Yeah, exactly. And in the old PC version, because um, now mods are handled in-game and there's no mod settings anymore. You can turn mods on and off. In the old PC version you could turn off the Oblivion Gates mm-hmm. to get rid of them because so many people complained. But you cannot do that now. Yeah,
2: I mean, Eventually I'm sure with different mod supports will arrive at least for the PC and we'll be able to get those uh, mod configuration settings again, but yeah. until Probably. then, I guess you are stuck with the oblivion gates.
1: Well, like I know, for at least for the X ex- mods, right? They have to submit a different one, or they have to submit it to PC, Xbox, and PS4 separately, right? Like that's what I believe it
3: is. Yeah, because um, mm. PS4 and Xbox have different um filters. Rules. Or... Yeah, and yeah. policies. I just saw that we have, like, Lord of the Rings weapons, though, so I was like, yeah. Hey. <laughs> PlayStation owners don't got that. <laughs> but, um, Another mod that I think everyone should get is a uh, uh, tweak animal hide and fur prices. So, um, I use this a lot when I'm... In my old PC game, I used to wind down at the end of Skyrim by, um, so basically, when I finish the main story, when I finish the Civil War, when I finish Dawn Guard, when I finish Dragonborn build my house, get married, adopt the kids, get the dog and I used to go out hunting to earn gold and I got this mod so instead of like a wolf pelt or a bear pelt um, um, or sabre cat, sabre cat stuff, there's one to use, um, when I killed sabre cat instead of it being like 15 to 50 gold or however much it was, a small amount for it's pelt and eyes and all that, it was like 150 gold a piece so actually going out your way to kill animals And hunt them and all that gave you a lot of money and that's an enjoyable one.
2: Those are the mods that are a must-have. Like my favorite mods are probably um, realistic needs, which actually TES Fine girl from Twitter convinced me to install because she loves those uh, mods that makes it more immersive and more realistic. And I was skeptical at first about you know. Every time you have to go out, you actually have to buy food and stuff like that. But after a while, it grew grew on me and right now, while uh, playing Special Edition, I feel the lack of it. Because everything seems so artificial without those modes now. I mean, I don't eat, I don't drink, I can just fast travel anywhere, wait anywhere, anytime. It doesn't matter. But yeah, those are like fair, fair prices, realistic needs. Um, a mode that makes the, uh, in prices actually, uh, logical, reasonable. Because, you know, you go to the solitude, the winking skewer and getting a room there is 10 gold. That doesn't make sense. That's the yeah. most luxurious in, in Skyrim. So that mod makes it like 200 gold or something. So, those are the mods. Uh, I call them utility mods. I don't know if it's the correct thing to call them, but yeah, those those are my favorite mods.
3: They yeah, are, I enjoy the mods the most, mm-hmm.
1: most. Oh, I'm just teasing myself right now. Like, I'm listening to you guys talk about mods, and then I just went box, and now I'm looking through all the mods. That would be really cool to have. That would be really <laughs> cool to have. It's like, I need to get on my achievement first, damn it.
2: <laughs> but look at the bright side. You guys will get to. Uh, enjoy Skyrim again in a completely different way with mods.
0: Oh, yeah, for for
2: me, I've been using mods since 2011. <clears throat> like, not, not, nothing much. It didn't change much. It just gave me another reason to play it again. But overall, my older Skyrim looks better, it's more immersive, it makes more sense, but I'm still yeah. playing this special edition because it's more Stable and better
3: optimized. Oh, it's oh, mm-hmm. amazing, isn't it? It was actually noticeable. Oh yeah. I mean, what did
2: you mean
1: like, I stable. It. Like, was it crashing on you guys all the time with all the mods before? Ew.
2: Yeah, when you install like mods close to hundred or two hundred, for some people, it tends to crash a lot. Or, or even if it doesn't crash, every now and then, something happens that breaks the entire immersion. It's like the lights goes out. I don't screen tearing happens, something like that happens, and it just breaks the entire atmosphere for you. So in Special Edition, like it's stable, everything is stable. Of course, if you install that many mods, it'll probably break again, but you don't need to install that many mods, because it already looks somewhat good. So there's no need to go over the board with the texture mods, uh, EN, ENB presets, and stuff like that.
0: Yeah,
1: I think we're on. We're only allowed a certain amount. I want to say 5 or 10 gigabytes of mods to the game. And you can't have any more than that.
2: Oh, it's on Xbox.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, I guess that makes well, sense.
1: Yeah, like, it only allocates it is as follow-up for also. Like, you're allowed to have a certain amount of mods that take up, or a certain amount of space available for the mods. Mm-hmm. And you can't have more than that. And one thing I wish that they would kind of help with is figure out what uh, load order you need. Cause there's, like, I've never, i never mod, No clue. Like, I know a lot of people who play this game, who you know, don't even know mods actually exist on it. Unless, like, yeah. they're physically told.
2: There, and, I would, I, I assume there is a, you know, built-in load order configurator for the consoles.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, um, so when I did it with uh, Fallout 4, because I modded my Fallout 4 on the Xbox, mm-hmm. you physically are saying which ones you want loading. Like, oh. in the description, it says, hey, you probably should put this thing on the top, but that was written by whoever the creator of that mod.
3: Yeah, that's that's a problem.
1: So that's literally all we have.
3: Doesn't PC Special Edition have load order thing where it just does it for you?
2: Um, No, I had to... I actually had to uh, enable the mod myself. The, I mean not even the load order, I had to enable the mod uh, manually from the main menu. But yeah. I mean we have we have programs like uh TS five edit or loot order, loot master, whatever, I can't really remember, but we have programs that does all the work for you. Okay. But it's really
3: large for a part that it, it done it for me
2: could be. I don't I I didn't install much many mods as of now. I only installed the um Alternate Life which is oh, okay. the number one mod I install every time. That's good. What is this, that yeah. like?
0: Is
1: that where you start not in a jail but you start as something else?
2: Yeah, you don't start with that the entire first cinematic, but it asks you questions like who are you? So you choose from, let's say, I am a new member at the culture of Interworld, World, or I am a hunter okay. in the woods, stuff like that. For some um, reason,
1: when you just said that, it reminded me of a meme. Uh, the, you know how, like, the first dude is asking you, like, what's your race, <laughs> blah, blah, blah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the meme was, like, I have seen... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, Like, I just well, stand I there look switching look. races and faces and genders for 10 minutes. Hardwar like, made his Poor. face look like grotesque. Like he has been to the ring.
2: <laughs> Poor Hardwar. <laughs> <was> like, hard
1: <laughs> hard. I see that meme, wah.
2: No, I, mean, I I I have to find it right now. Actually, not right now. I don't want to pause the show, but after the show. Um. By the way, uh, dude, do, do you guys have anything else? To talk about the entails section from Elder Scrolls Online or whatever. Because, yeah, I
1: wanted to say, talk about 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 my thing that happened. So, yesterday, I want to say it was yesterday, maybe two days ago, I would have been running Pure City districts. And I had this guy trying to game. And me and him fought. He killed me. He he was using the play with the monk build. And he killed me, but I had a dot on him. got killed him so I to one video like one short clip which was just funny and then gave me the close call achievement right after it and then I don't know I just saw that and like the Xbox if you get an achievement that it considers kinda cool it will actually automatically record that for you and put it into your drive and so I got the clip for that. Put it on my uh, Twitter account today after um I told Arc about it. And then I was running around with two other people, two my buds, instead of the Imperial City Districts. We were just capturing all the districts. We ended up getting them all and wiped, we wiped a couple groups of AD in there. And before you went back down, he had 50,000 stones on him. I was at like 42,000. Not sure what that that guy was. But, this is the most stones I ever carried at one time. Crazy.
2: Uh, I, w- I would never dare to run <laughs> with that many stones around. I mean, I don't really care about Talvar stones, but I would be so upset that I gave some DC or AD that many Talvar stones. That would be the thing that I would be upset about. No, I don't really care about the other, th- other thing, because I don't need any item that comes with the Talvar stones other, other than black Yeah, but ones, it's
1: like but. adrenaline though, it's like, you know, like, hey, I need to stay alive, I need to kill this dude. <laughs> yeah, but... but- we started is off with, we ended up starting with like 15k a piece. Cause we waited till this group uh, killed one of the bosses in the city, right? Mm-hmm. And I had a dom... Buddies. I get in the first, smash my first dombreaker, can win and then he smashes his next dombreaker, and there was like five of them gone. Just straight up. Wow.
2: Yeah, that's... I don't know. I don't know, maybe one day I'll get into PvP, but... It is not
3: this day. Oh, yeah, I, I couldn't imagine running about without many. I feel like I wanna cry every time I lose like a couple thousand.
1: Well, when you're over ten thousand and you you know you get the times four multiplier and you own every district and there's only three of you that hit a boss, you're getting five thousand stones apiece.
2: From killing that one boss. No. I don't know. I never made it to ten K, so
3: I don't know. Oh okay. <laughs> I don't I've, I've just got one K I was like to the bank, to the bank!
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I
2: Come mean, on, if, it's not, if it's not prime time, like, I'm playing in North American Mega and <clears throat> if it's somewhat middle of the night or something, I dare to go up to 2 or 3k, because the server is empty, but other than that, I just, like Ryan said, run back to the bank.
1: Oh, really? <laughs> we, I like, up top, we don't, they're even down in the sewers now with my guild. We don't care about the stones, so we don't go back unless we we're like 20,000 or more
2: each. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was farming for black rose set at that time, so that's, that was oh, the yeah, only time I. Get like a set. You want to save them all, you
0: can. Mm-hmm.
1: I've definitely been there before trying to get. Cause I have two sets of black rose. Yeah.
2: How about you, Ryan? Do you, do you have anything else to talk
3: in? for Tails? Um, well, that's the thing. Um, I guess I could talk about, uh, I'm looking to buy my, uh, fifth copy of Scores Online. Fifth copy? Why? Yeah. Why? <laughs> because they're adding more Steam, in- Steam integration, and, I do not have a Steam copy yet, and they might be adding Steam achievements. Oh. And if that means oh. I get to, have a, um, something to track my game time and Steven steam achievements for ESO. Oh, um that's, i'm pretty mind.
0: sure you can
1: track your game time this way um because on the xbox text chat you can type slash played and it'll yeah. tell you exactly how much yeah. you played in that character
0: yeah
3: you can do that but the problem is i have to switch between 12 characters do <laughs> that and then add it all up and i'm like oh,
2: oh okay uh you I could only do play it one you could do it like sit, uh You know, convince a friend of yours to buy Elder Scrolls Online. uh, Make him buy, uh, actually, buy yourself a Steam copy. uh, Make him pay for it. Give him the actual account key. And he gets his copy of Elder Scrolls Online, and you get to keep the Steam version of Elder Scrolls Online, which I did with my friend. So, mm-hmm. that is that is why I have an Elder Scrolls Online on Steam. Because you can do it, you can give him the key that comes with the game, so he can create an account, an Elder Scrolls Online account, but he doesn't have the Steam version, you keep the Steam version.
1: So, would his achievements then, that he already got in his account, transfer over to the Steam one, or no? Would he have to really, no, no, like, no, make no. It it's, it's
2: like... Uh,
3: That's what I'm thinking about, would I have to do that?
1: So I
2: mean basically um, what I did was buying the game on Steam uh, It comes with a key for you to actually create an Elder Scrolls Online account Which is not actually bound to the Steam So I gave him the key, he went ahead and created himself an Elder Scrolls Online account with it uh, Like he bought it from a retail store or something like that uh, So he was able to create his account but the game itself was installed into my library yeah. So basically I could log in from Steam using my own account and he could he could log in from the normal Alskoz online launcher using his account.
3: does that make mm. any sense. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking <laughs> about doing it now cuz I do have someone who's been looking to get into the game since launch and have decided not to. So
2: And there there will be a Steam sale sometime soon too, so I'm pretty sure other scrolls online will get a discount as well.
1: I guess 34. I kinda do something similar on the Xbox. X like you can make one Xbox your home. So one of my best friends, like one of his Christmases last year, or for Christmas last year, I bought him an Xbox One and a Flat Screen TV. Like that was his Christmas present, so he was like he was stoked. Anyway, I on his, I made his Xbox my home account, right? Mm-hmm. And so he gets all the digital games I've ever bought, he gets uh, free live, just because it's connected to my account. So me and him are able to play in the same time, basically, because they're doing that.
2: Yeah, and li- little tricks like that always work.
1: Just for the Xbox, listeners, mm-hmm. I know there's a few.
0: <laughs>
2: well, um, I covered my Tails part in Skyrim talk, I guess. So, since I didn't play other Scrolls Online at all, so I guess that concludes it. Um, one second. I'm brain dead. One second. Uh, reading, yes. Uh, Ryan, do you have something to read for us?
1: He just sent us a message.
2: He did? He what happened?
1: It. He's hearing oh, okay.
0: voices. He,
2: okay.
1: What's <laughs> the listeners think of what
2: it, that's all about? I hope it's just a, a household house member just arrived. So I don't know. We, we'll right. we'll wait. It went so. off a
1: tangent after that. Now your voices. <laughs> I was at my aunt's house when I was like six years old. Six or something around we there. Really young, right? And she lived in the upstairs apartment. She'd go to work and like sometimes I'd just hang out at her place and she had to have her door locked because that's so thing like that was one of her rules. <laughs>
0: the
1: door was always locked, whether she's home or not. So she was at work, I was there alone, and the door was locked, and it was upstairs. Anyway, I was across like the living room and all of a sudden like the shoes some shoes were flying at my head. So like, ever since then I believe in ghosts. And <laughs> <laughs> the
2: back. Welcome back. Glad you okay. didn't
3: die on live stream. Oh, so am I. I was like, oh my god, like, that was creepy. I was hearing <laughs> it for the last 10 minutes, I was like, I really need to go check that.
0: <laughs>
3: I was like, I need to find the time to go. Oh my god, I panicked there, I was like, this is it. This is gonna be on YouTube.
0: <laughs> well, it's I mean, it's gla- glad mode. it's just
3: you.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just it's hear your screams.
3: <laughs> oh, well, at least you get loads of views if that happened on this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 All, what, always what a bright side. What? So,
2: well, um, are you good for reading or should I do it? I
3: have got something I have. Uh, did you say you want to do it? Oh, no, no. If you are not up for it, I could do it, but... Well, I found something uh, in my book. All right, go ahead. All right. So this is from the Tales of Tamriel, uh, well-named book, by the way. Tales of Tamriel, Mm -hmm. book two, The Law. And it is Ascendancy, A Pathway to Lichdom by Golvig, the Ascendant. Um, Quick note, I just realized I haven't read this through yet. So um, there's going to be words in here I can't pronounce. Please excuse me. At last, I have discovered the secrets to cast off the shackles of mortality. I record them here for those who dare to follow in my footsteps. Pledge yourselves to me, swear everlasting allegiance, and you too can ascend to this lovely plane. The first element is the will to force your body into death and beyond. Without this ultimate power of mind over body, transformation cannot begin. Few have the courage for even this initial step. Many falter and are lost when the pain and horror overcome what little willpower they had. Given the strongest of wills, great necromatic knowledge is, not, is next required. Willpower provides the force, unknowledgeable focuses the will, and directs the glorious transformation. Only the most intelligent and daring of necromancers delves deeply enough into thought, bidden knowledge, gathering the spellcraft needed to achieve, blessed lichdom. I am one of those. A plentiful source of souls is needed as well. These must be wrenched from their owners as painfully as possible. The higher the degree of torment among your sacrifices, the purer the ascent to lichhood. The greater the power gathered in undeath. You ascend on a glorious stairway of screams and horror. Lastly, a mighty magical relic is needed. An evil aligned relic will suffice, but a good aligned artifact that can be perverted to this purpose is ideal. This artifact is cast in focus for Eurylis Loathsome Kosion, spell employed to wrench the soul, required souls from their erstwhile ironies. The more powerful the relic, the more painful the soul rending. Will, knowledge, souls and power, these are the required ed- elements of this most exalted of transformations. Attempt it if you dare. There we that, go. that was great.
2: Mm-hmm. The, these one. books, actually, I have, I didn't get the the lore, the second book, but, but I have the book one, The Land,
3: and I uh, absolutely love these books. Oh, they're great. Like, I was, I had about 14 bookmarks before I chose that one.
0: Because
3: <laughs> there's just, I was like, oh, that's great, I'll read that next page. Oh, my God, them two are great, I need to read them. I was like, uh, uh, pick something that isn't really talked about.
0: Well, anyone well, That's wanted-
1: actually how I kind of got into listening to podcasts with ESO was I wanted to read the book but I was always too busy with homework so I started to feel like ESORP it was mm-hmm. like the first podcast like I ever listened to for Elder Scrolls and it just kind of like okay now I'm getting really interested and then just started listening mm-hmm. to them all because I was looking for like an audio book for like the Elder Scrolls book.
3: Yeah. So that would be cool. But I think that wouldn't do it justice because these books are so well made as well. The art in them is amazing.
1: Oh, yeah. The but, art is really good.
3: That is one thing i like to look at. Uh, some of the um, things I was going to read tonight, are like, uh, I was like thinking of how we can show people the picture that came along with it because it was designed to be like a, a warning notice that I was reading from it was really cool to look at. I was like, oh, this needs to be shared. Oh, yeah. The only
2: problem I have with these books are the external, like, the physical book is so well made, I can't hold it.
0: <laughs> I, not, due due it? to the
2: fear of damaging it in any way, because um, even back when I was a kid, I have since when I was a kid, I have this obsession that all my books are in an extremely well shape like if i went to a oh, store yeah. and replaced the entire books with my own books they wouldn't notice that it's a second hand yeah. and with this extremely good looking book i can't hold it because i fear of them de- i fear damaging it in any way So that's my only problem with these books, and for anyone wondering, these are from the Titan Books, Uh, that's titanbooks.com If you are... If you love having a physical book, or have a library, have a collection, these are something you should definitely get.
3: Oh yeah, they're great. I think I bought mine straight off of uh,
1: Blizzard's website, and I want to say it was like $40.
3: That's impressive, you bought it off Blizzard.
2: Oh, yeah. I have a I didn't even
3: know that. See, I just went Amazon with mine.
2: I actually found it in Turkey. Um, me too. Yeah, a friend of mine one day called me and you know he he knew that I was planning to buy this, but uh, buying it online with all the uh, shipping cost and exit was quite expensive. So one day he calls me, Dude, I find Tales of Tamriel book one. And you know, I didn't spend any waste any time. I just went straight for the comic store, comic book store. He found it. Apparently, someone ordered it for himself, and before the book arrived, he went to military service. So he wasn't able to get the book. So that's how I got this one in the first place. I I, I got so lucky.
1: No, poor man's book because <laughs> he went in the
2: <laughs> well. It it was the comic book store's owner. And uh, he said he went to the military service, he won't be getting it for I don't know how long. So I just grabbed it. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he could he could always order another one
3: when he gets back, you know. Good. I spent um I bought the uh set that thing called? Like a hundred dollars. Um The Adventurer's Guide. That was the most expensive little book I bought, but that comes with some um some yeah. of the best just um, I don't know what to call it. Game merchandise ever? Oh. It is in, like law book, law books, and it's all about Elder Scrolls stuff. And like one, one's a Fighters Guild book, and it's in this nice mm. like belt. It's they made to look like you've ripped, like you've just pulled them out of the game. The Majors Guild is like a rough parchment journal that is closed by tying together two bits of really rough string. It's amazing. I really want that, yeah.
2: I mean, I probably, as soon as I graduate and get a normal full-time job, I'll probably spend my first entire salary into getting everything I wasn't able to get regarding Elder Scrolls. Like Heroes Guide to Tamriel, or whatever whatever it was called. (laughs) You know, the figures of the trailer heroes,
0: the posters,
2: t-shirts, my entire salary. We'll be going to Bethesda store that first month. That's for sure.
1: Go buy something else that's like totally different game related, and they're just like, nope, unusual purchase cancels the card. <laughs> yeah.
3: But yeah, I really want them statues as well, but at three hundred dollars a piece, I, I, I can't do it. <laughs>
2: Then no, there's no way I can. I mean, I don't. I don't even think my first salary would be enough to get all of them first month either.
3: <laughs> I can't even. Okay,
1: well, this is just an idea. Um, like, if you know where like a um, model would be, you could three D print it and spray paint it. Like, Actually, uh, if you have the model, you can download a file called .td and I'm kind of going in, it out, whatever. It's like a, I want bone and believe it's an an .sti or a CD file. Hmm. And then you upload that to a 3D printer, which actually are kind of cheap. And you just have some film in it. It'll be like plastic, hollow plastic, depending on how you set it up. But then you can spray paint it and color it yourself.
2: Yeah, but the point of uh, collectibles is that, you know, it doesn't really matter if you have the exact same model. The point of collectibles, is one thing is to support the... Whoever is making making the collectible, and the second is, um, you know, for it to have collection value. So for it to be original. I mean, I probably mm-hmm. wouldn't pay no, three three hundred dollars on a figure, even if I was getting paid a lot for first time worker, uh, any graduate, but. Yeah. Eventually, if I'm going to get it, I would rather get you it... The, the original. Yeah, I I would want the original. That's, but that's I the, I really care more about the books and stuff other, rather than the uh, figures and such.
3: Yeah. But, um... What was I gonna... Oh, I've lost my train of thought. It was... Oh yeah, that's what I like about my Hero's Guide. It's got the Certificate of Authenticity. That's a nice mm-hmm. thing to look at when you have these items. And see yeah. your number and go. Oh, that's pretty cool.
2: <laughs> yeah. We'll let's see. Hopefully, I'll collect them all in due time.
1: <laughs> what they need to do is get uh, Elder Scrolls Legends on the phone, though. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, oh yeah, yes, they do. I love. I that have game. not played it yet. Like, I'm a big different card game fan. That's very popular on the phone, but. I want to play Legends, just because it's yeah. different. I want to play, uh, and I don't want to play the PC version, because I go on my laptop, it's going to be for school or for work. Yeah,
2: yeah I'm so I, sick of playing yeah, Hearthstone. I don't want to play Hearthstone, but oh, it's on mobile, and Legends is not.
3: Yeah. So, so I am so glad you brought that up. I love Legends, and I'm a massive supporter of it. I bought the Founders Pack, not because I did I, I did See, care
1: wait, because... is it? Oh,
3: yeah. I thought it was only. I thought it was still like beta. Uh, yeah, but you it's, can. It's beta. Yeah. Pack. It's still oh, beta, man. but they were they were selling the Founders Pack. It's kind of it, it's like a Kickstarter thing. If you pay us money, even though the game ain't mm. out for a free, game you have yeah, this bonus item. So I was like, I need to give you money because I love this game. <laughs> I quit Hearthstone to play the beta. Um, I had a friend who went GamesCon, I think, and they were sending me back codes for the cards. I was just like, oh my god, this game and I, I, sm- I played before they even had cutscenes in the game. <laughs> and everything was just a placeholder okay. image. And I I can't play it anymore. Because that's a game that I play when I'm travelling somewhere or uh naughtily admitted I am in college doing work.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: I just like pull out the phone or a quick game of that. Um or I'm Doing uh, playing Civilization game or doing a dungeon, and, yeah. So I've got my phone on my iPad and I'm playing a game while I'm doing it. I can't justify playing this card game on its own. I like sit down and go, I'm gonna play some Legends. Oh really? You no, know, I, I just can't do it. That's a game to me that is something I play while doing something else. I mean, yeah, like I'm,
1: okay, just, I know some people play poker while we're in that dungeon, so. And whatnot, yeah,
0: that,
3: what, <laughs> I, I couldn't go, I couldn't be driving home going, oh, I can't wait to sit down and go on my PC and play Legends, because it's not a PC game. Yeah. I want to I be playing a different game and have Legends at the side and nice. switch. That's what Hearthstone always was for me. And
2: right, if I launch okay. my PC or laptop, I'm most definitely not going to play a card game. Yeah. Because I have all the other options or I'm about to do work or whatever. You know, I could launch Elder Scrolls Skyrim or Elder Scrolls Online. What I... when I play card game is that either I'm in class, it's really boring and I have to pass time, or as yeah. he said, I'm traveling somewhere and it it has to be on my phone.
3: Yeah. So and right now I'm stuck with it. The weirdest thing is Legends is out on phones in Canada. Really? Yeah, I saw that. No, it's on yeah. iPads. Yeah, so it's, like it's just it's just on Apple iOS. I'm pretty sure, I might not be correct, but I know it's on tablets in Canada or alone. And I found that really weird because one, normally everything's always out in America first. So Canada, I thought, oh, that's very that was very strange. It's a random, quite random for me. Well, I also, actually why?
1: think there's a reason why for that. Like, okay, so I'm American. Americans are dumb, very very dumb. Um, so, like, take, uh, Pokemon Go. That came out, you know, this summer. A lot of people, like, it was not meant to come out in America yet, but someone really saved the file did all that, you know.
0: Oh, yeah,
3: yeah it's like it was all that It was not
1: ready. And so, like, because of that, uh, don't remember who made it right now. Whoever made Pokemon Go...
3: Niantic.
1: Niantic, yeah. They said screw it we're just gonna upload it and now and like that was impossible play for the first week two weeks just because it wasn't ready so I have a feeling maybe that's why they might do someplace other than like Canada or like Australia whatever as long as it's someone else can't get hold of the file because I know like a lot of people who will play the beta of a game and they expect it to be finalized they just feel like it's an early version mm-hmm. like that's how a lot of Americans New beta, like yeah, you're not testing the, the game to help out. You you get to play for early
3: for free. The thing is, is it's still in beta at the moment, and I don't understand why. Because when I see the patch notes, all I really notice is that they've just changed how a card works. Now, Balance. if I'm right, that's a very common thing to do during a game, a card game when it's out. You just change cards all the time. I don't. Yeah, but. The story's finished. There's cutscenes in the game. People have finished the story. People are just playing ranked now. It doesn't. It, I haven't. I haven't had a problem with it. It, it. All I've noticed is changing cards, like their abilities, changing card pictures, and changing the title screen pictures a lot.
1: Are they? So are they doing like a lot of changes quickly? Because maybe that's the reason. Like I'm just, just I've shooting in the dark, but
3: like it just seems. And also, it seems to be they're just changing cards because of the meta. It's not because, like, oh, this card's broken, we have to change it. It's like, oh, this card, like, people were running on the subreddit for it. Oh, you're changing the meta.
2: Yeah, but well, the I balance think. is probably one of the most important thing in a card game. So I would say they are trying to get it as balanced as they could before the initial release because that's when a game's uh, fate is decided, the first couple months, when the YouTubers, the streamers and whatnot actually go ahead and review the game so mm. when you release it you actually want it to be the best you can at best it can get at an initial release
1: and then a good example mm. of this is actually just eso yeah, ESO yeah. released in may
2: 2014 i think it was april 4th 2014. april okay because i remember yeah. playing the
1: beta and my computer couldn't handle it so i actually didn't play the game for a long time after that until like November 2014 I wanna say and the game was even loads better by then but um, I heard so much and I watched these videos of people just ratting on ESO and they haven't touched the game in a year and a half
2: Yep,
1: they never touched it just cause they heard stuff
2: yeah pe- people are still bashing ESO based on reviews made during games better like check the date of that review you are basing your opinions on but obviously they don't, so, yeah, you want your initial release to be...
1: So, yeah, like, I honestly believe ESO could have been the game that killed WoW. Like, that's a big, bold claim. Like, if it would have released... Like, right now, say, if it would have released, the game probably would have.
3: I mean... I think if it released with housing, then we're talking about something <laughs> that, that would have been Okay, like...
1: yeah, okay, after housing then, but still. <laughs>
2: I mean not not even all these features, like the for fir- one year into the game, it was in pretty good shape, yeah, there weren't as as this many content, but it doesn't really matter. The problem was that at release the game was broken, half of the quests were uh you know blocked due to some bugs, dungeons mm-hmm. weren't working, pvp wasn't working, there were issues and everything was chaos. And that's when all the YouTubers made their, and all the reviewers, websites except for, made their reviews. I mean, I agree with Sean, I, I don't agree with the wall WoW killer part because the walls um, community is probably one of the most dedicated ones out there, so they wouldn't even care if the game was <laughs> absolute awesome. perfect. But, I agree with the fact that if the game was like this, when it was first released, it would have been in a totally different place right now.
3: The thing is, and I, I, I think I've said this before, personally, I didn't think it was broken at the start. Uh, there was bugs, and I admit it, but I did not run into it as much as other people are claiming. Um, there's only actually one thing I can remember off the top of my head, where I was like, ah, and that's when you first get to Devon's watch. Um there's that army sergeant who needs you to do something for him.
2: Yeah, yeah the I can't remember yeah. his name, but yeah, I remember the guy.
3: <laughs> he just wasn't there, but the quest mark <laughs> was there. So I was just like, uh oh, relook, That's all it took. Just one relook and it's fixed. And yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean
2: like, I, I don't you know. mean that the game was unplayable. Because I played I didn't I I started playing during better and I didn't stop. But the yeah, thing was, is, all those little things are just fuel for someone's angry review. Like,
3: yeah.
1: Yeah. The only thing that really irritated me at, when I actually played it was trying to quest with the buddies. They'd go to invisible.
3: Oh yeah. Oh, that was a problem. That's the only thing that ever really annoyed me. Because someone like, went into the i hang out and
1: it's like I can't see
3: you, dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I went into the, I went into the game alone. Like now, I've got my real-life friends playing it, but when I first started, I was alone, so I didn't have that problem, I didn't realise it was a problem. But, um, yeah, when I hear some people say the things they do about this game, I'm just like, why? Like, it wasn't. (laughs) And, um, I'd just like to call out that a certain MMO that is now the flagship of MMOs, had the worst um, EU release ever, and I'm pretty sure, if I'm correct, that when said MMO. Uh, launched its European servers, uh, the European servers just didn't work. <laughs> they just didn't work. You could not log on. <laughs> so, yeah, it doesn't sound that bad if you think about it that way.
1: I remember when I first got the next on one, ESO, yeah, I wasn't able to play for two days straight because there's so many people trying to get on. There's actually this one, they had this queue, rolling queue on there, where your queue number was like up at I think that was number was just a folder, but you'd still wait two hours to log on, and then, like get home yeah. from class, log on, start doing my homework while I waited to log in. <laughs> Don't do
3: that. Um,
2: well, it is what this. We could probably yeah. talk about this for an entire show, I guess. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Probs. Yeah. It's annoying. I always see people bag on it. I don't like it. It's a good game. Try it out first.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
3: Remember, it's uh what what month we we're in it's November twenty sixteen. Stop reading reviews left on April twenty fourteen. Yeah. <laughs> it's an MMO, they always change. Stop it.
2: Well, um if you guys are also down for it, let's wrap up the show. Uh yeah, yeah. Alright. Um Sean, why don't you go ahead and go first?
1: Um, you can Final find game. me on the Xbox at Shano, Shawnownu, S H A W N O W N U, or you can find me on Twitter at ESO Endgame One. That's E S O E N D G A M G A M E One. Um, it was a lot of fun again, like normal.
3: Ryan, how about you? Um, yep, loved being on this week. Always love it. Uh, I like to talk about Skyrim. It was good to talk about something else from ESO, because immediately I've not been on it. But um, <laughs> Yeah, very nice to talk about that. Like my I like reading my books. Really enjoy that, so that's something I wouldn't mind keeping about. Um, you can check me out on my Elder Scrolls Online Instagram, which is at Benrear underscore ESO. Um Twitter is reality gaming Rai, so at reality gaming Rai. Um, if, if you're on PCEU, you can add me at, uh, on ESO, at ryluk 124 Sorry, that's a R-Y-L, well, you can see my name. There we go. <laughs> I forgot about that. And if you play on Xbox EU on ESO, it's the same thing, ryluk 124 and you can catch up with me on them.
2: Well, um... I want to thank everyone who bared through this show, and apologize for all the issues we had. I kind of apologize every other week about the issues, but I hope eventually we'll get through those and give you a issue problem-free show. Let's... I I have faith, I don't know. Um, it was a fun show, thank you guys for joining me. Um, I don't know where Avi is, I assume he's stuck at work and I hope it's nothing other than that. Um, we'll see when he gets online. Um, you can find me at Arkaneer everywhere um, on Twitter. Uh, if you want to contact me, that's also my gmail account, gmail.com. Uh, I have a YouTube account which is pretty inactive due to my studies but um, every now and then I try to post something from our guild events from Wings of Fate As for the show you can follow it on Twitter at Dungeon Net and Tales of Tamriel YouTube.com slash Dungeon Network Facebook.com slash Dungeon Network We also have Steam and PS4 groups Actually, I'm not sure about PS4 because it's gone from the show notes. Edgelos might have removed it, I'm not sure. Um, If you want to help support the show, you can do so over at patreon.com slash dungeoncrawler network. You can leave a review on iTunes for us, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, or you can tell a friend about us, which also helps and it's the most important part. Thank you all for joining us this evening. Have a good night.
0: A serpent lights the ancient sky, a thread of tainted stars. Evil stirs and in its wake the souls of